KBTC, a viewer-supported community service of Bates Technical College. From KBTC Public Television Studios in Tacoma, Washington, it's the Northwest Now podcast. Each week, we take a closer look at the people and issues that affect all of us here in Western Washington. So sit back, relax, and join the conversation with your host, Tom Lason. Tacoma has an international reputation for glass art, and since 1994, Hilltop Artists has been a part of it. The nonprofit youth development program serves 650 students a year, providing tuition-free glass art instruction, mentorship, and leadership opportunities. Meet the Hilltop Artists next on Northwest Now. Everybody knows who Dale Shahuli is, but what you may not know is that he was one of the founders of the Hilltop Artists. Since 1994, thousands of students have come through the program learning how to render their artistic visions in glass, but also finding a place to stay away from gang recruitment and the sometimes violent streets of the South Sound. The program operates out of hot shops located at both Hilltop Heritage Middle School and Silas High School. Of course, each student and each instructor brings different skills and abilities to the program, but at its core, it's all centered around the mission statement, using glass art to connect young people from diverse cultural and economic backgrounds to better futures. Joining us now are Hilltop Artist Executive Director Kimberly Keith, Production and Hotshot Manager Trenton Kiocho, and Program Director Jessica Hogan. Welcome to Northwest Now, everybody. Great to have the Hilltop Artists in. I've been a little bit familiar with this program over the years, but I'm really glad we were able to have you in and kind of take a deeper dive to let people know what's going on in the Hilltop here in Tacoma. Kimberly, I want to start with you with an icebreaker that we'll ask everybody. I know there's an organizational mission associated with Hilltop Artists, but I want to get to know each of you a little bit. What is, how does your personal mission fit into that, and what is some of the joy you get out of doing this? Well, my personal mission is I've been in youth development since 1991. That has been my wheelhouse and also museums. I worked in museums for 20 years. And so I helped to start the Museum of Glass here in Tacoma back in 2001. And that's when I first met Hilltop Artists. And so in terms of my art background, my glass background, and then my PhD is in sociology and culture studies. And so our mission of connecting diverse young people to better futures through glass arts. It kind of uses every aspect of my experience. And so I've told people, you know, I've, I found my dream job. I love Hilltop Artists. I'm not going anywhere because it really utilizes my skills in my home. It's not even my hometown. I'm, I grew up on the Hilltop. Mm -hmm. And so I would have been a Hilltop artist had it been around in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, you know, the word intersectionality gets thrown around a mm -hmm. lot lately, possibly overused. But I can really see it in your story. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things that come together. Uh, Trenton, tell us um, your story a little bit, how you came to be involved with this organization. And I think this, it's really cool uh, you're an alumni. Yeah. So I started in the program as a student in 2005 at um, Silas High School, which is formerly Wilson High School. Um, and just from the first day of, of being in class, I was really engaged with the material and, and pursued a career in glass. And, um, but I've always been rooted in Tacoma. That's my community. And um, so, you know, it came full circle. And now I'm a full-time staff member at Hilltop Artists. And for me, um, you know, our main mission is to get youth and young adults to better futures. Um, and me personally, I try and give them uh, 
from my lived experiences of being in the program, like more, like give them more resources and opportunities than what I had in the program. And so we're always evolving and making the program better, I think every year. What's amazing about your story too is yes, you've come full circle, <laughs> but you also came full circle into a place where you can actually make a living in glass, which yeah. I would say amongst is, is probably pretty rare. It's very rare yeah. and um, we're not here to produce glass artists per se, but it is a byproduct. And, yes. Um, I'm always very proud of my students, and uh, it's very exciting for me as a teaching artist to see them excel in, the, in their own careers as artists. Mm -hmm. Jessica, you're another alumni, which is really yep. cool to have made that full circle journey. Yeah. Talk a little bit about how you got started and how you find yourself here today. Well, and so I have a very similar story to Trenton. I was a young kid um, going to Jason Lee Middle School, and I started in the GLASS program and I stuck with it and I love working with young people and so that's how I feel like I've been able to come back to the program and connect and stay working and so and I love glass and so those two things combined really kind of like drew me in right mm -hmm. so I think having a chance to really truly give back in your hometown is a very unique experience a lot of people kind of think about it it'd be nice to do but to get to do it's really got to be something yeah absolutely that's my favorite part about it is I feel like I am giving back and providing like great opportunities for young people to thrive in the arts Kimberly, a little history lesson for us. Um, you know, Dale Shahooli is the big name that we all know, um, internationally famous. But talk a little bit about the founding of this school and um, how it came about. Well, back in 1994, I don't know if you remember Tacoma back then, but we had a few problems with drugs and gangs and different things going on in our community. A lot of youth were at a loose end. And so Kathy Caprick, who was a gallerist at the time, and her friend Dale Shahooli, they wanted to do something for those young people. And so they talked to the school district and uh, convinced them to let them use an old auto shop, or no, it was a wood shop at uh, Jason Lee and the auto shop at Wilson, and turn it into a glass program. And so at first it was Hilltop Artist in Residence, which is our trading name, because Dale invited famous artists in to work with young people in the program. So that first summer, you had Algernon Miller and Charlie Perriott, and I um, can't remember the third artist at the moment. But uh, anyhow, these famous artists, Italo Skanga, came in and worked with our students, and our stu students learned about art by being assistants. Now, over the 28 years that we've been around, the focus is now that the organization, which is a nonprofit, 501c3 organization, uh, works with young people from the hilltop and turns them into artists. So we're very much a youth development program that's working on 21st century and social skills with young people. And then that glass is the hook to get them in. It's mm -hmm. kind of like what Trenton was just saying. Our purpose isn't to make these fantastic, you know, mini chihulis. Right. It is to make those people that we want to live with in our neighborhoods and our communities. Right. It's the mentorship you can provide along the way, the channeling of a focus and an attention, some creativity. Um, talk to me a little bit about that, uh, that Trenton. I think there's such a powerful connection when you're doing something physical with with a, a medium, you're, you're learning by touch, by sight, by hearing. Um, it really ties it all together and I can, I, can, I can envision why glass is such a powerful mentoring experience. How do you try to leverage that? What are you thinking when you're working with young people? Are you thinking to yourself, man, I gotta fix these kids? Or are you thinking, 
Um, let's really try to bring them out as creators. Uh, I think our, our main focus is to create a safe environment and a welcoming environment for our students. And so that's um, one of the first things I try to do is establish that. Um, and I think, you know, everyone needs a creative outlet. And so I think glassblowing is a, a, a great way to do that for myself and for my students. Um, and it, it builds a lot of character and it takes a lot of teamwork. Um, and so it's just the byproduct of, of working with the material is they learn all these things, how to communicate, how to be a leader, how to work as a team. Um, and for me, I think uh, it's done a lot for me in my career, obviously, but um, me as a person and as an individual has, has grown. And uh, being part of the program and working with the youth, I, like that's the biggest thing for me is just watching them grow because I'll get them as an eighth grader in middle school and watch them become you know an adult going off to college so wow so you have some that go all the way through all the way through and it's it's a it's a bond um and when i was in the program we were we were uh we were pretty much a family you know so i think that's the coolest thing that i get is uh the relationships that are built i always hesitate um of calling youth programs crime prevention programs because it assumes that the youth who are participating would be criminals without it. And I think that's very unfair and I don't want to go there. With that said, um, is there a pro-social element to this, Jessica, I guess? Um, could we go that far? Help me put words to that and how this improves the community. Well, I just feel like, um Similar to what Trenton said, you know, we are providing a safe space and a space for kids to be after school um, and hang out, be creative, make art, and it, we try to make it fun and engaging for young people to, you know, we, we want them to want to be there. And mm -hmm. so that's sort of what we do. Mm -hmm. You know, you mentioned safe space, and what's funny is you're thinking safe about, you know, socially safe. When I think of glass blowing, I always kind of look at it as a little dangerous. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, do, would I really want a bunch of junior high kids running around in the glass? How do you manage the safety part? Because it's A, it's glass. B, there's big, heavy, sharp tools. C, it's extremely hot. There's molten lava running around. That, that, that to me seems like not exactly what I'd pick for an after school. <laughs> it's like running with scissors after school. Um, how do you manage the safety piece of that? Uh, amazingly, I mean, students, there are, there are risks involved in working with glass, molten glass, cold glass. Um, so there are burns and cuts that are involved, but amazingly, uh, there's never anything too, like we haven't, knock on wood, haven't had any serious accidents happen. Um, I think that's a real credit, considering the environment. I think it has to do with youth, and uh, sometimes youth listen better than adults. So <laughs> as long as there's good uh, instructors and, and eyes on the floor, uh, we try to prevent accidents from happening. Kimberly, um, this is your chance to talk about the, the, the resources that you need, but, I, but the question that is the genesis of that is that running a glass shop isn't cheap. I mean, you've got the material, the glass you've got to come up with, you've got probably a pretty robust natural gas bill, I would think. Um, equipment, you know, it wears out, you gotta fix it, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, you gotta have safety gear. Um, how, do, how do the resources come about for Hilltop Artists and, and how are you doing? Are you going up, going down? How, how did COVID treat you? What's going on with the organization? Uh, well, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Trying to ensure that I can keep everybody employed and keep the program going is um, a lot of work all day, every day. 
Um, we are very fortunate that that initial relationship with the school district has something is something that has endured for these 28 years. And so the Tacoma Public Schools um, provide in kind the space that we operate in, as well as that natural gas you talked about <laughs> okay. and the electricity. And we also have a contract with them for our t some of our teaching expenses. We have three teachers in the classroom at uh, Hilltop Heritage and one at Silas. Um, and then we also do an after-school program, an evening program called Team Production. We have a secondary production team called Alumni Team. We do summer programs and then we do Arts Connect with young women who have been adjudicated through Pierce County Juvenile Court. So we have six different programs. We serve 650 kids every year and so our one point almost seven million dollar budget goes for all the things that you were saying, the materials, the glass, the staffing, the equipment. We are about to start a, a capital campaign so that we can get a new furnace at Hilltop Heritage and a few other pieces of equipment. And so it's ongoing. We have an incredible grant writer who writes to a variety of corporations, foundations, family foundations for grant funding. We have our sales. We do a big winter sale, which was just last Saturday, and then we do a spring sale. Um, we have an annual luncheon. Um, we rely on individual contributions. We have a Marini Club where people can give monthly donations. And um, people ask me sometimes, it's like, what if I just give you five dollars, is that really going to help? And I always say, every dollar helps. Every bit of time you want to volunteer with us mm -hmm. helps. Any advice you want to give us, it all helps. Time, talent, and treasure help to create a sustainable uh, nonprofit organization. And we're very fortunate that over COVID, the two staff that you see here, plus our other seven instructors, created online curriculum wow. for our students. Okay. And we sent out activity kits so students could make things hands-on while working with the teachers and each other uh, over the internet. You obviously have to limit this somehow. Is it, how, how do people um, get, do you have to get selected for this, picked for it, or is it a lottery? How do, how do people get a spot? Well, it's first come, first serve um, with the after school and the summer programs. And so we put the applications online and it's first come, first serve. And it's for any students in Tacoma, Pierce County. Mm -hmm. If you can get to the program, you can attend the program. You don't have to go to Hilltop Heritage or Silas. Now those daytime elective classes, those are your art electives at those two schools. Those are actual classes in school. Yes. Okay, and so you gotcha. need to be enrolled in those yeah. two schools to take those. Gotcha. Um, question for you, Trenton, have, and, and you don't have to name names and, and, and be honest, have you had any students whose work you've looked at and you've said, now time out, wait a minute, I've got all this student work, yes, it's my 10th year now, or how many years, you know, it's been a long time, I see it come and I see it go, I'm glad they're here doing their thing, I appreciate their work, but this guy or this gal, oh, yeah. this is special. Have you, have you had that moment, kind of an aha moment with a student? I think it happens every year almost, you know. Really? Yeah. Truly. Um, and uh, very fortunate that a lot of those students are seeking higher education and they're going to colleges. Um, and a lot of them are pursuing art degrees, uh, hmm. which I, I try to dissuade them from because being <laughs> an yeah. artist are, are, is not easy in any way, shape or form, uh, especially in the glass field. Um, it's, yeah. it's not easy. 
yeah. make a living. But if they can take those classes, I think it's another way, though, to help with completion when it comes to school and career and technical training, is that if you have something, you know, no surprise here, I was a band nerd, but being involved in music kind of helped me get through college um, to, yeah. to, to some extent. Um, is there any validity to that, Jessica, that idea that glass, you, yeah, you may not be a glass artist, but right. it's something you, can, you do and it can keep you interested. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, because we're not just teaching glass. There's other things you're learning, teamwork um, and design, all sorts of things. And so I feel like it just it translates into so many other areas. Same question for you. Have you had any students that you've looked at and have been blown away by? Every year, every year. I feel like there's always somebody who's just amazing. There's tons of students. So, yeah, it's hard to pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm, I'm surprised that you that they're that frequent. Yeah. That 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 kind of um, high level of having that aha moment comes comes yeah. that quickly, especially in the arts. Right. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Um, you've got some interning, returning instructors, obviously, who work um, um, with the program at Hilltop Artists. Uh, Kimberly, any um, of your students who have gone on to other glass work that are working in? Um, I know you have a, an internship and a relationship with Pilchuck and whatnot, but anybody actually working in glass in other places, doing their own art, having their own exhibits? Um, well, Trenton is my shining example and star right. of that in terms of he has worked for Chihuly, he's worked for a number of studios. He curated an excellent exhibition this year called Gather that was at the Tacoma Art Museum. And I would argue that everybody that you selected to be in your show was an exceptional student in our program. They might not have been your students because some of them are your peers, mm -hmm. but I think they were incredible. And then I've been with the organization since 2017. Yeah. And so I'm a newbie compared to <laughs> Jessica and Trenton. But I can tell you, um, we've had a few students go to Alfred University and major in glass. We have one that's at uh, Virginia Commonwealth University, two over at um, Salem Community College, which is a scientific glass program doing boro glass. Um, a lot of people don't know that everything in a science lab is handmade. Oh, Okay, so all the beakers and test tubes and everything. And so that's a really exciting program that a few of our students are in. And um, that is fantastic, but a lot of students have gone on to be, you know, firemen sure. and chefs sure. and other things. And I think um, one of the things that you really learn in glass is resiliency because stuff breaks all the time and you don't yeah. get it right the first time. And so those things breaking mean that the team have to talk to each other about how to do it differently next time so it doesn't break. And so they're problem solving and they're working together and you need that team. And so you can't just go cussing somebody out or, you know, making enemies in mm -hmm. that team because you're going to need them tomorrow and the next day and the next day to do your work. And so that ability to bounce back and to use your words and your skills and everything, I think that is one of the amazing aspects of class. And I want to build on that with both uh, Trenton and, and Jessica here. Trenton, do, do, without naming names, of course, or, or anything, any identifying features, have you had some kids or worked with some students where you've said to yourself, if they weren't here, trouble. This, this, this kid I just know would be going down the road. I mean, have you had that feeling as well? You've had some stars that come out. Have you also had some people you feel like you've almost kind of, to some degree, saved? Uh... I would hope so. Um, 
I think myself in the program was one of those students, and I, I believe anyone that doesn't uh, have a place like Hilltop Artists or a community center or an after-school program is at risk uh, to, to getting into trouble, you know? Um, and that's why places like Hilltop Artists are important in the community, and I believe there should be more spaces like this. Um, and yeah, we've totally had gang members in the program, and you know, I think it's helped turn their lives around. Um, yeah. Yeah, Jessica, same question for you because you were nodding your head so yeah, so, so right. vociferously. But, I mean, yeah, and I don't think that we're like a, a we only work with gang members, and I don't right. feel like that was is like a a direction that we go in. But it's um, we have worked with principals before and done work plans for students who've been expelled from schools, mm -hmm. and um, just letting the student know that we trust you around glass um, and giving them that opportunity to work in glass is something that kind of helps rebuild sort of that um, I trust an adult sort of relationship, rebuilding that so then they can um, return back into school. So um, that's, I don't know, that was one of the things that we worked on a few years ago with some students pre-COVID um, and it was successful um, in getting those students back into school and giving them a second chance. And I guess the underlying question is that I infer from that then you feel like the program, if not yourself, but the, has been a real difference maker in individual lives. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah, I 100% agree. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Tom, I would add to that. I mean, even this summer, I had a parent call and say, you know, you saved my child's life. Wow. Yeah. If your program hadn't been here, I don't know where they would be now. Because we had a, a student that came in lots of extra time. You know, even when our studio was closed, we had some students that came in um, and just helped Trent to like build the new doors for the reheating chambers and to clean whatever needed to be deep cleaned. So they gravitate, it's, it's their place. Yeah, and they yeah. had a space and they're like, you know, they didn't say this, but they're like, we'll be here even if we're cleaning up, you know? And, and I thought that was really amazing. And to have a parent, you know, pick up the phone and say that I was really touched by that. Yeah. Do you have much inter interaction with parents? I mean, and teachers. You, you talked about doing an IEP for students and whatnot. Yeah. So that that interface. Um, how much of that is there? Um, there's a lot. We have a uh, licensed social worker on staff who does outreach in the community and with the schools. Um, and so when we have young people who are homeless or need food or other resources, we have this person on staff who can connect them to those resources. Good. And so that's wonderful to have on staff. Last 60 seconds here. How do people, you mentioned this briefly, but I want to make sure we end on it. How do people get involved if they want to learn more, if they want to do this, if they want their kid or their grandkid to do this, what do they need to be doing? Hilltopartist.org. <laughs> Look at our website, read about our programs, and then there's links to the special events that we do. And then our programming, you can sign up for after school or summer. Is there a tour or a way to come down and take a look? Um, you can call the information line and we can arrange that for you. Another thing I will share is that uh, on third Thursdays, our students and usually Trenton are down at the Museum of Glass doing free demonstrations for the public okay. from 5 to 8 p.m. And another thing I just want to say really quickly is thank you Tacoma for passing Tacoma Creates. Right. Because Tacoma Creates has been really important um, for supporting Hilltop 
for the last couple of years, as well as so many other cultural and heritage partner yeah. organizations. I'm glad you brought that up. Good point. And uh, we'll leave it with that. Thank all of you for coming to Northwest Now. Great discussion. Good to get to know you guys. Thanks for having Thank us. You. Thank yeah. you. Hilltop Artists offers a variety of programs at a variety of times. The bottom line, to learn more and get involved, just go to hilltopartists.org.